0: Hi guys, welcome to dissects in Politics um. First off, I'd like to offer my condolences to those who lost their loved ones over the past week and over the weekend. Um, I'm talking about both the terror attacks in New Zealand and um, the building collapse in Itafaji in Lagos State. Um, Speaking on the building collapse, um, it was was quite personal for me because um, I know the area personally and um, I have family members and relatives who grew up and went to schools in places like those kids went to school in and to hear the stories was quite harrowing, you know Um, heard of a mother that lost five children and um, those tales were quite horrifying, really just innocent kids um But yeah, once again, my deepest, deepest heartfelt condolences on that. And um, on the terror attacks in New Zealand, um, you know, it's it's a sad event. It was a sad event. And I believe we should call it what it is. We should always call it what it is. And it was a terrorist attack. Nothing more. You know, there is no, there's no excuse. There's no lone gunman. There's no sick individual. There's no man with mental disease. There's no guy who was angry at the world. This was a terrorist attack, plain and simple, against innocent men, women, and children. And the man went on to live stream the thing on the internet. It was just awful. It was an awful thing. And and this wasn't actually what I wanted to talk about for this podcast episode, but I I, I felt so strongly, I feel so strongly about this that I just just have to talk. I really do. And for me, looking at it personally, what I see as one of the biggest causes of this has to be the rise in the threat of white nationalism. You know, Um, and there is a rise in it. There is. Uh, And... No amount of denial can, you know, change that fact that over the past couple of years, over the past two, three years, there has been a consistent rise in racist, homophobic attacks like like such. And, you know, if, if you look at the, the kind of things that happen in Charlottesville, for example, um... Layland Roof walking into a, a black church and killing parishioners. There was an attack last year, I think it was in 2017, on the, on the Jewish synagogue in the U.S. Um, last year, there was a coast guard, a lieutenant in the coast guard, um, who was a white nationalist, who was caught with weapons and bombs and plans to attack prominent black, Hispanic news people and um, politicians. You know, So the threat is there. And no amount of whitewashing by both the media and politicians can change that fact. You know, and, and if you look at the statistics, it, it's shown that over the past two, three years, white supremacist murders have increased, almost doubled, over the past two, three years you know there there is there is a link there is a link in course to this and i'll get to that later i'm sure most people can guess what it is but i'll get to it later uh, but you know and then you see globally over the past five, ten years the general rise in extremism both you know across the spectrum you know from islamic extremists to christian to christian fundamentalists you're talking about from white supremacists to, you know, the black supremacists, those, are, those actually do exist. And um, to well, be honest, if, if we're being honest with ourselves, we'll admit that the internet has actually played a role in this. Um, it is easy. So, so easy. I wish it wasn't so. But then again, there is freedom of expression. But it is easy for people to just spread hate and vitriol and rubbish on the net. You just need an internet connection and a medium, a phone, a laptop, something, and that's it. You know, apparently, this um, terrorist um, that attacked the mosques in New Zealand had like, you know, Reddit and 6chan pages where he talked about these hateful, awful things, and they were just allowed on there. You know, this man streamed this attack live on Facebook and don't even want to talk about the comments. You know, because we have to admit that a large percentage of the radicalization is done online. But the question is, what can we do about it? Do we censor? I don't think so. I believe freedom of speech is something that is absolute and should be encouraged but then how do we curb this? I'm not going to pretend like I have an answer. I don't. But something has to be done. You know. I I, and I, and I understand and appreciate the right steps. That social media companies do. Where they ban these pages. And they block them. But these are usually done after the fact. You know. I believe if someone is spilling such hatred and vitriol. They should be banned or removed immediately. I believe in freedom of speech. But. That part, no, no, not for hate, not for hate. And speaking of that, um, please, 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 anytime you see extremist views or videos or um, messages, please do not share or spread them. You know, you might think you're informing people, but what you're actually doing is spreading that hate. What you're actually doing is spreading that propaganda. So please, 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 if you come across any sort of you know awful awful things like that just like the live stream video um please do not share it please do not share it i was in a whatsapp group where someone shared such a thing and i was just so angry i I couldn't believe how angry i was um but please do not share it um because it makes no sense you are spreading the hate you are spreading the the awfulness you know this is how people get radicalized um but moving on from that i'd like to talk about the politicians a little bit which is where I was going to come to anyway. Um, you know, over the, over the years, over, over time, politicians have always sort of exploited people's differences for votes. You know, it's always been done and it's always been dangerous. You know, it's what led to one of the world wars. It's always been dangerous. And if we're going to call a spade a spade, you know, people like the President of the United States, and not just him, the President of the United States, the, I think it's President of Hungary, um, I'm not sure if it's President or Prime Minister, but the leader of Hungary, um, and a couple of other nations like that, that feed off this white nationalist base, have encouraged such things. You know, Donald Trump when asked about um, the threat of white nationalism, downplayed and then said, oh, it's just a Small bunch of people, it's just a couple of people, it's not. It really isn't. Because if you look at the manifesto of that awful man who carried out the attack, he talked about migrants and immigrants and um, people and foreigners being invaders and taking over the country. And this is the exact same language that Donald Trump has used. You know, I'm not saying. Donald Trump inspired the man, or Donald Trump instructed the man, rather. But I'm saying that when the man in his manifesto asked himself the question that um, do you see Donald Trump as a renewed symbol of white identity and nationalism, he said yes. And then he asked himself, do you see him as a good policy leader? He said, God, no. But still, there is something because not just him, but um, I can't remember the name of the man who recently was caught um, sending bombs and bomb threats to journalists. He was a big Donald Trump fan. And even though this terrorist attack did not happen in the United States, in my view, it shows the widespread, the widespread nature of the threat of white nationalism. You know, And politicians need to do more. Because words matter. And it's not just white nationalism. Also Islamic extremism. Politicians and religious leaders. Need to do more about these things. They need to speak up. Because words matter. And they need to be careful with the way they talk. Because words matter. And also. The media. You know. I, I, I believe that the media is. Is, is complicit. In this a little bit actually Because if you look at the coverage Of how um, the media covers Terror events you would see a difference There's always a disparity You know if it was an Islamic terrorist terrorist attack It would be all over the news 24-7 for the entire week Maybe two weeks, maybe a month You know this terror attack Happened over the weekend And I tuned to CNN today And It wasn't a top news story It wasn't I mean, it was spoken about later on as I was watching, but you could get the sense, the feeling that it's not just the same kind of coverage. And, you know, there was also um, a video I watched online of a BBC reporter asking a Muslim woman if she thinks her community does enough to condemn terrorism. I believe questions like that are disgusting, you know. If when the attack on the Jewish synagogue um, happened in the United States, you would not have seen a journalist sit a Jewish man down and ask him, oh, by the way, do you think your people do enough to condemn, you know, terrorist acts, terrorist acts perpetrated by Israel against Palestinians? The media is complicit. The media has to do better in reporting this event and showing the true nature of Of these events. Not blaming the victims. Not finding excuses. But actually. Showing the true face of this evil. And finally. In conclusion if I may say. The DNA of hate is always the same. It's it's always the same thing. All all across the world. Um, You know. um, From white supremacists. To Islamic extremists, extremists and the likes. They believe that they are destined to be number one they believe that they cannot integrate with other people that their race their ideology their religion has to be superior and coincidentally they are all also hate women all of them every single of those ideologies of those extremist ideologies they always somehow for some reason believe that to be better or to better perpetuate their things um they would need to subjugate women. Um, But yeah, that just shows the sickening nature of these views, of these extremist views. And we have to counter it. We have to counter it by ignoring these divisive politicians, these politicians that feed off these sorts of hatred and divisions. We have to do it by understanding and appreciating each other's differences. You know, we're all different and unique, and that is beautiful. That's what's beautiful about this world. I mean that's what I love about Lagos personally. It's just such a unique melting pot. So we need to understand and appreciate each other for that. Um, but I guess that's all I'll say on that. I guess that's all I'll say on that, really. And um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And if you would like to hear a summary of this um, podcast, you can download the Just Talk app and um, add me on there. My username is Adiola Talks. That's A-D-E-O-L-A-T-A-L-K-S, no spaces. And um, you can drop your comments and your voice notes and I'll reply to you on there. Um, But once again, thank you very much for listening and um, see you next week. Cheers.